Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. I hope you're well, readers. If you're listening to this on the day of release, it is the 12th of January and today is the last day that you can help us hold on to our world's ninth best podcast crown by voting for us in the EN World Actual Play Podcast Awards. To do so, you need to go to enworld.org. That's E for Eric, N for Noah, world.org. You'll need to register when you get there if you aren't registered already. Scroll down to the Bellowing Hilltop podcast and any votes you could give us would be greatly appreciated. Who knows how well we might do. All of the links that you need are in the show notes on the very device that you are listening to this podcast on. So here's hoping. I won't bore you again with all the stuff about ratings and reviews and social media. You've heard it all a million times before. Instead, let us just push on with episode 124 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, What's New, Pussycat? Right, so where are we? Good evening, everyone. Hello. Good evening. Good Hello. evening. I'm here with the mysterious Graham, the glowing form of Dan. Hello. The semi-mechanical Paul. Good evening. And easing himself his corpulent form into his specially adapted high chair we have johnny good evening i hope you're enjoying your january everybody mm-hmm. it's not january uh, don't no paul <laughs> that's enough <laughs> i love january mate don't you <laughs> yes cozy honor the format paul just the truth i don't know where uh, we've got um should we talk about some rules before do, we get started do we need to talk about rules we do no. Oh, we're getting another one wrong, are we? No, no, but no, 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 no. Oh, I remember. I, what I, oh, not the diamond yes. Yes. thing. Yes, the uh, So there's yes. Been, I have had a bit of a, have a ruling. <laughs> yes. As you can imagine, the question has been addressed by the D&D community with all the maturity <laughs> uh, and forbearance that one would expect. Arguments are accepted at face value. There is no snark or trolling. And from that, I've learned basically nothing. <laughs> Really? Reddit is a bit of a cesspool about it. There is somebody who basically says what Dan would like, although, of course, it would always apply to, you know, Source for the Goose and all that, which is that every square that is touched in any way by the reoriented cube is affected. Therefore, it's a hack to get more no. squares of coverage than you would get and Just make it 50% laterally or aligned cube. 50% or more, and then it would be fine. 50% or more... Is it, the what, is the, is the, the most popular counter argument is fifty percent, but it's the it, you, yep. the outcome is the same for both. So if I if uh, if I want to cl- get a square, I can reorient the cube in order to get it. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is that, for example, you get sixteen squares uh-huh. with a twenty foot by twenty foot cube. Uh-huh. If you turn that and say that every single square that any part of that diamond touches, uh-huh. you get more than sixteen squares. Yeah, you right. can get loads of squares. I don't think that sounds right. No. On the other hand, if you look at the work required, first of all, it's a grid-based Yeah, you're combat. into the grid versus Dan, the... Um... Everybody's favourite thing. Well, there's that. There's also the fact that it's got to be practical. Yes? Mm-hmm. Practical, yet comfortable. In other words, we've got to be able to... We can't just sit there with, like, you know, Pythagoras every week trying to work out whether or not that's more than 50 or less than 50% of a specific square, depending upon the way that you do it. So, I've got an option. Mm-hmm. And the option is that we play a house rule. And the house rule is that we play cubes as spheres, basically. That would mean that when you cast a 20-foot cube, it's basically a fireball. Right? Mm, still get the squares. That doesn't sound right. No? Okay. I don't know. Okay, we don't have to do it. I think you just rotate it and you just agree what is is over 50 and what's under 50, just by eye. There's that problem with that word, isn't there, Johnny? We have to do that. There's that problem with the we word can, agree. It's like we agree well, the yes, magic. Yes, I don't know that. I don't think we would. But it's Mike's dungeon, so Mike decides. I I don't really care. If you can turn it, then you have to have a rule to, to be able to turn it, and the 50% thing makes some kind of so sense. Jeremy Crawford, who is one of the architects of D&D 5th edition, mm-hmm. basically said you can turn it, but then did not elaborate on how you adjudicate yes. what's affected. It's not going to happen very often, and we can edit them out. Just as I have edited out the argument that we had, which lasted, I think, 15 minutes last Nice. Listen, <laughs> no, we didn't. We could do it. Anyway, so readers, you're listening to us discuss this. You may not have heard very much on this because it really wasn't very interesting. That was the rules thing. So if you turn what it, else? I'm just I'm just experimenting, sorry. If you turn it kind of yeah. like that, the squares... I'm not looking, I'm, uh, 
I'm looking at my notes. You probably get less than where are we? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I get it's close. I think you could you could make an argument that that you can get sixteen squares out of that angle. Sorry, I've got it on a weird angle on the the green. Yeah, I can see. I can see the squares that are clearly less than fifty percent. Yes. There's only a couple where you'd be like, hmm. and I think we'd probably give the benefit of the doubt to the attacker. There's hmm. another way you could Again, do it it's also, it's that all... would be maybe even yeah. simpler. You put it on an yes. angle. You pick yes. 16 squares that have to be contiguous. Yeah. So as long as you don't choose more than... So yes, you I might lose a bit of the back. No so long as there are no stupid gaps. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, we're going to go with the wisdom of Graham. As always, Graham brings the wisdom. How does that work? I mean, because you're going to have a clear intent, which is to be able to target yes. specific people. Right, exactly. Anyway, the point is you can do it. And if we ever get to a discussion where who's in, who's out, when you're not trying to just target a couple of targets, we can apply reasonability. Now, Dan, mm, what have I done now? In between sessions. No, no, no. You mentioned that you wanted to, or you suggested that we talk a little bit about visions. Yeah. Because you were. I think the thing that I find is. Maybe I'm interpreting wrongly, but the vision there's a lot of visions that we've had as we move around yes. as part of a mechanic, yes. and that is supposed to be telling a story. And I think it's supposed to be that that story is clear, as in you know a bit about it and this is what's happening. And yeah. I'm looking at yeah. it going, well, it could be this or it could be this. I don't know what, what I'm supposed to read about these things. And so struggling to remember them as as it's okay, so what i think we can do with things. the it's overcomplicated story which has lost i don't think we, it's overcomplicated lost the the story is just that i'm not getting what these visions are telling me but maybe i'm not supposed to i think it's too you're not picking up what i'm putting down i don't know the if thing with the, the messages are too subtle to understand yeah. the picture the visions are well i mean we aren't going to get into whether or not they're specifically sequential but they're triggered by certain activities and so mm. clearly they are, can sort of be done in any order, sort of, right? That's the first thing I would say. Second thing is I'm happy to run you through them. I could give you a summary of the five visions that you've seen so far, right? Just like a thumbnail of each one. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you could have a sense of whether or not you feel like you see any kind of pattern or narrative from that, whilst all of the kind of fr- fruity language, not fruity language, well, all of the kind of, <laughs> oh, you mention. know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> If all of the detail is sort of stripped out, and I can give you a number for each vision as well to help you kind of put okay. them into yeah, some a kind of... Okay, very quickly, because... No, I don't know that the readers will have kind of got all of this in their heads. Basically, there's one of them is a town thriving with a sort of king. And then there's another one where... Are they giving their power willingly, or are they... Uh, anyway, carry on. Well, the first vision, which you experienced when you first entered the ruins, showed... The town in its pomp, as it yeah. were. Kuluth Mar, back in the day, clearly deep in the past. And you saw a man seated on a great throne wearing plate armor. And he, he had a symbol which looked a bit like the rudimentary or an, an older version of the symbol of Asmodee, an overlapping skull and scythe. Right. The throne was at the apex of a large ziggurat, obviously the ziggurat that you've seen. The spire above it gleamed with flashes of white light and there were thousands of figures gathered in the large open plaza around the ziggurat and they were chanting rhythmically and those chants surged like waves on the monolith's shore and that's it right so king figure in Kulithmar when Kulithmar was a thing surrounded by adoring worshippers chanting rhythmically the second with the vision, symbol of Asmodee uh, yeah it's the scythe and skull which is the symbol of Asmodee now whether or not there is any kind of I mean, you know, yeah. you're not... Okay. The second vision, I'm going to call this vision number two, but it is not the second vision that you saw. Right. You were looking at the peak of the spire, and it was restored at the moment. It's ruined. And you saw for the first time that there was a 15-foot-tall trapezoid-shaped pinnacle of black rock on top of it, what we're going to call from now on the monolith, that was shimmering and vibrating with waves of energy, and that something strange and horrible was writhing inside its nearly opaque interior... And you saw that monolith snatched away by a a huge and enormous red dragon. That was the story of the second vision. The third vision, and this again, I'm doing them in order, not necessarily the order in which you experienced them. This is a vision that you saw when you slew the angels. You saw the torture chamber that you had originally encountered them in with victims strapped in and wailing and being horribly attended to. There was a handsome man in this room. You think it's the same man from before and he is facing a six-armed creature Mm -hmm. the creature 
has hollow socketed eyes containing pinpoints of light deep within obviously Makar the six armed greebly that you are now currently um, plagued by its flesh was rotting and festering and it held a jeweled gold box it presented to the man and the man opened it using a pair of iron tongs withdrew a writhing green worm and his expression changed to one of exaltation as he looks upon the worm and the vision faded that's vision three yeah <laughs> the next vision was one that you saw when you entered the library in fact when you touched any one of the flasks containing the weird little worms that were in the library and you saw the library with the same man this time he was sitting at a desk the strange six-armed figure was standing at his shoulder and the man was studying a collection of worn and pitted bronze discs or plates arrayed on the desk before him the plates have got weird etchings on them and they seem to writhe like they're animated at the behest of some sinister will the grey creature pointed to one of the plates and a look of sudden comprehension bloomed on the man's face. The man, the creature and the plates then faded away and are gone. That was the fourth vision. And then the next vision that you saw was when Alessandra drank from the illusionary fountain and ended up with a gullet full of worms instead of revitalising holy water. And in this instance, you saw Kulithmar at its height again. Everything pristine, clean, bustling alive but the peripheral streets were empty because thousands of citizens had gathered in a mass at the central plaza in other words we're sort of back to almost something like an echo of that first vision suddenly foul energy wells from the spire at the center of the city sweeping outward and felling the living as it passes for each creature that falls you feel a silent but potent sense of wrongness some indescribable part of the creature perhaps its soul is drawn towards the spire of long shadows to be absorbed by the strange black monolith as the energy builds around the peak a shimmering image of a colossal humanoid figure, its body composed of a million writhing worms, takes form around the Spire of Long Shadows, its arms raised in triumph yet in another moment. The triumphant pose seems to change to one of rage. The soul-wrenching cry of fury tears from the undulant face. The image shrinks, pulled into the stone monolith. That is the image of this writhy person. Uh -huh. Imploding with a horrific wet burst. In an instant, the city is quiet again. And as the vision fades, the first signs of unlife spread through the thousands of dead bodies strewn around the ziggurat's base. Clearly, therefore, something has gone wrong. It looked like this creature was effectively part of an apotheosis, some kind of elevation to godhood. It was triumphant. And then at the last instant, it found itself trapped within the monolith. And you've also seen a vision of the monolith with something being trapped within it being snatched away by a red dragon. Do I need to draw you a picture? That's the visions you've got so far. So I reckon, you know... I'm no wiser. I think it's I think it's a it's a battle against law and chaos. So Asmodeus it's law so it's a lawful evil city. This guy, uh, Chaos, was an apprentice of this weird creature, presumably chaotic. He spreads the worms everywhere. He's promised godhood. There's some foul deed that interrupts his plan and red dragons, lawful evil, perhaps in a in an alliance with Asmodeus trap him take him off a bit like that star okay. was it star superman thing you know with um zod or whatever yeah he's imprisoned in some thing that's my theory what are the plates no idea okay Anybody else? it's as good a theory as any yeah it's good a theory as any i mean i would kind of say one thing that you could do is take your memory of these things to an npc and ask them yes and therefore i can we'll do that afterwards step in and not as a deus ex machina, just basically okay. explain. Any know. other theories, anybody? What about sessions? Well, I was the something's gone wrong. Seems sensible. Yeah, I think Julie's on on a. Well, I, I I'm not sure the law versus cat, but certainly there, it's all gone horribly wrong. Yes, but was that him, or was that him summoning something which is thought that they were being recalled, but actually ended up with their power uh, sort of broken? I think we, we disbanded or something. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the king. What's his Ke That wasn't Chaos. It was something else. Certainly, your sense of the of Chaos is the symbol is a green skull, no sickle, but there's maybe a lineage, a kind of heraldic lineage there. Uh. And Chaos is a is a wormy giant, wormy super god. Yes, right. those two things I think are firmly so, established so that was by your right, previous okay. adventures. He's obviously in a pact with Makar. Makar has lured him with something, has promised him something, and we knew a bit about what Makar was about, but I've forgotten. <laughs> what you know about Makar is that Makar is an interdimensional 
arcane space nasty. Who's up to no good. Who's up to no good. I think that we established after you saw the first vision that the young human man with the sickle and the skull motif and the armor who is also sitting in the library and also in the torture chamber was yeah was human kios yes pre-ascendancy kios yes so it looks like you've seen a sort of story of a human ascending to another thing entirely but we didn't see the ascension though that's my point is that we saw what was potentially in a post-ascension version moment but we don't Yes. We don't know that that's a post-Ascension version. There could yes. be something else that's about to power the, the Ascension process. Was what, or yes. was intended to power, but something went, something's obviously gone wrong. That, I think, would be fair enough. I think we can... That's, that's not no, that's I mean, good. That's that's a helpful. decent summary. We have a bit of a narrative, which is that once the city was whole and great, Chaos yeah. was its ruler. It's packed with his servitors. The servitors, by the way, I think we've also established, resemble those that wait those creatures that seem to dwell in the lands that wait now and are seen by the city of Evenstar as their greatest threat. Right. And then something has gone on involving mass adoration, energy, worms, this thing with six arms, and we've seen some kind of process whereby Chios has turned into something incredibly wormy. Quite what's going on about the lineage of the different gods that are involved and the specifics, I'm not going to get into that because you've got your theories and I don't want to distract you from them. Let us recap. You're trying to take a rest yes. in the junk shop chamber that was the lair of the Naga. Does any of this ring a bell? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You found a magical item to argue about, which we can, you know, uh, if book. we really want to waste the rest of this evening. We didn't. <laughs> we could do that instead. We didn't. Burple oh, found Okay. I found Burple my found mother's magical diary. Mm. That's right. Mm. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for undermining my, you know... The advanced problem. It was established. Attempt to finagle was, a magical item. He would never. <laughs> it was entirely and never explained as to what it was. I, I know. So but people the, may have the, forgotten. You've I mean, just the reminded thing here, Dan, is no, that they can't act upon that knowledge because yes, because that would know, be metagaming. The thing you hate the most yeah, that would be exactly. metagaming, and this is yeah. this is not a grid-based combat game with perfect knowledge. It's not a chess game. This is a narrative game mm. where people inhabit point of view of specific That's characters. Right. <laughs> yeah. You've long argued for this. I have. And finally, it's paying <laughs> and off. And it's paying off. <laughs> the last thing that happened last week, after you established that you were going to try and hunker down and have a rest, I cannot remember if that door is open or closed. That So, p- pick. Door is open. The door is open, is open fine. With the guard. The, with the guard. Basically, that side. Right. I mean, one of you, you yeah. mean. Okay, not just some random. <laughs> random some summoned guard. Thing, the little sentry box. Rent a guard. Chap in a busby. The vortex coughed into life, as it were. After how long? Not long. Not long. Burple went for a bit of a of a survey around the complex using the tech magic to see if there was anything else of interest. He returned. He has produced this book from the scrap heap, mm-hmm. which he claims is part of his mother's diary. Yeah. How long did he need to survey? A few turns. He just basically flew around okay. this little collection of rooms. Let's say a couple of turns in each chamber. Let's call it ten turns. Ten rounds, or whatever you want to call it. So you can... Why? Do you want to cast a spell or something? No, I was wondering uh, if we were short resting. Well, I think that the answer is that short rest, it is one minute per hit dice that you spend. Mm -hmm. So I would say that you have the opportunity to short rest and therefore regain your short rest powers and, and burn a hit dice of healing, should you wish to, should we do that admin now? Yeah. And then we'll talk about the Vortex. I think uh, Parker would definitely want to do that. Okay. So somebody can burn a, a hit dice on Parker's behalf. I'd like, really like I a long rest. But... A couple of well, no, we're, we're going to establish whether or not you get a long rest. This is something that right at the beginning 10. of you... I just rolled. Okay. I'm going to do uh, a short rest uh, roll. So you're going to burn a thing. I mean, a short rest is a flexible thing. It's a minute per hit dice. Yeah. Um, okay, I might do... 2D so 12. Got what, we, we, what we're saying, Johnny, is that is a minute passes before the vortex reactivates. So if you want to spend a hit dice in that minute, that's fine. It doesn't rule out you spending more minutes of hit dice later. It could be something completely normal coming out. All right, of the well, I'll just do one hit dice roll. Uh, Spoiler so alert, it isn't. But five points. So have I done my searching and I've come back? Yes. I'm saying that that minute could be spent by the others burning hit dice as part of a short rest. Right. But I don't. But not for me. Now, the vortex energizes. 
you get the sense that something is traveling through it or that it is about to do something. Everybody has a turn. What would you like to do? Well, Sessions and Parker are short resting. Right. Alexandra was short resting, but if this is happening after that short rest... You've had one minute so far. Yeah. So you can burn one hit dice. Right, so I've done that. You also get all the benefits of a short rest. Yeah, yeah. Anything that's a short rest power, you get back. Yep. Do you want to just sit still and keep resting, no. or do you want to react to the vortex? I'm going to react to the vortex. I'm going to back up out into the corridor, keeping yeah. it in yeah, view I'm through the open door. Yeah, I'm do something to... trying to work out what. Keeping Sessions it in view. zooms out into the corridor as well. Yep. So people are basically bailing out of this room. Well, I was putting some distance. I guess Parker would move yeah, yeah, back yep. to the doorway. Parker's jumping out into the corridor. Living Bugraft is heading into the corridor. Purple is going to cast invisibility on himself and hunker Bug. down in that, that corner. So hunker down just inside the door in the sort of near the scrap pile. Yep. Okay. Bugraft is moving back into the corridor next to the sessions. Yeah. So it's just around the corner and I'm doing a protection got it, got from it. poison. I presume sessions is peeking around the corner. So you can all see what happens. A protection from poison on myself. There is a sort of cough from the vortex, like it's expelling something. The first thing that appears from the vortex is a cat. Ooh. A black cat. It shoots out of the vortex like cats do. Howling. It's a very black cat. It's like a cat of shadow. Mm-hmm. And it sort of howls and scampers and screeches to a halt, spins to regard the vortex and hisses. It's a ball of fur. Its tail is up. It's in a state of some agitation. That's the first thing that happens. Accompanying it from the vortex, like the wadding being fired from a cannon, are autumn leaves. Dried brown autumn leaves. Uh They spray out into the room and start swirling and eddying around on the floor. Something about the woodsman coming. Who wants to do what now? That's the first thing that happens. Anybody want to do anything? No. Uh, I'm going to keep the initiative sequence as it was, by the way, okay. just for the purposes of admin. But for the moment, we can just... Anybody want to... Everyone wants just to hold position and see what I'm going to move, actually. I'm going to okay, do so a protection from up. evil. I'm going to ready an action to fire at anything I consider an enemy coming out of that vortex. Uh, got it. I'm going to move sword a little bit back to spread us out a bit more. I'm just going to do a little quick check on something. Here we go. No, it's not that. I've looked away from the uh, map briefly and, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Everybody suddenly. Okay. I'm just. Fine. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's taking lots of cover. Where but I'm peering around the corner. I'm looking for a spreadsheet. I'm looking for the magic spreadsheet. I don't know. There's so much magic that you want to give us that you have to have a spreadsheet to keep tabs on it. No, there is a reason. It's disappointing. The next thing that happens now you're all settled, is that from the vortex emerges a tentacle. Somebody give me a perception check. Somebody you can see relatively... Parker's got dark vision. Burple's got dark vision that's 60 feet. Yeah. Just about good enough. Parker, Burple, give me give me perception checks. The cat hisses. The dark vision spoiled on my flaming sword. <laughs> is it, though? Well, I guess so. Though? Yeah, it would be. Parker, it? also 21. Okay. It's moving, as you would understand, the tentacle of an octopus to move. It's quite flexible and sinuous. But it seems to be made out of some kind of wood-like material. Right. Right? So it's like a sort of hybrid between an octopus's tentacle and a tree branch. It is dotted with suckers. They look uh, suckery. Sucker. And also they look weirdly kind of hybrid between something that's... What a what a shellfish! Uh, don't be so shellfish. Crustaceans. Shellfish Paul, you know about crustaceans. No, they're not crustaceans either. They haven't got shells. What are they called? You know, squids and octopi. What are they called? Oh, they're not per, per, thingy pods, cephalopods. 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 Yes. There we go. It's a hybrid between a sort of cephalopodic thing and a tree-like or a plant-like thing, and it starts feeling its way around the floor like it's. Like somebody reaching behind a sofa looking for a dropped pound coin. It's feeling around. It's not attacking or doing anything. It looks like it's reaching through from somewhere and having a bit of a feel. What do you want to do now? The cat backs away from it, hissing. I'm going to run up and pick up the cat. No. You're going to run up and, and take and up try the cat. Don't 
to pick up the cat. It's a cat. Uh, it doesn't want to be picked up. So I'm not quite sure how we do this. I presume you make an attack roll. Grapple. To try and scoop it up. Yeah, grapple. What are the... Oh, no. yeah. Try and grab a cat that doesn't want to be grabbed. So there's the dreaded like... rules in no, all, no, all game systems. Bad. Too bad. Isn't it? No. Do you remember the old one where you actually had to have that... You had to get flow flow chart. Chart, yeah. Yeah, it looked like the flowchart for the... I think I do an space shuttle. athletics check and, and it's opposed against your athletics or acrobatics check, I think. Okay, well, you make your athletics check. So I get plus three on this. 22. Wow. Well, you grab it. It is extremely sinuous and difficult to grab, right? I mean, you've tried to grab grab it and shove it in the bag of holding. Sure. Uh, Can you make. Demon prince or anything in disguise. (laughs) No, something. No, but something weird goes on there when you do that. Can you give me a perception check? Extra dimensional. Okay, fine. No, no. You shove it in the bag of holding. And then I move back the rest of my move. Got it. Anybody else want to do anything? That's this tentacle no, is feeling five, its way 10, around 15, on 20, 20, 20. the floor. Alice, I'm just going to stay exactly where she Back is. around the corner. Keeping a BDI on this That's thing. the corridor. Yeah, we're just keep it, we're keeping our distance, seeing what happens. Mm. Another tentacle comes through. Starts feeling around. The first one has found the scrap heap. It starts rummaging through the scrap heap. Anybody close enough to give me another perception check? Parker, specifically, I think, is the person that we're looking for here. Well, Parker's a bit distracted by the cat. Well, not anymore, he's not, because the cat is in... Well, well he's probably thinks the cat's the cat gone. He's following the bag now. Parker is quite interested in the cat. He doesn't quite know why or quite remember why. The tentacles, the second tentacle, starts working its way towards the door. You can't tell how what the reach of these things are but it makes it to the threshold feeling around so tentacle one is now it seems to be rummaging through the scrap tentacle two seems to be heading towards you people do you want to do anything else should i do a wall of force i think mm, alessandra's yeah, gonna shoot but she's gonna shoot to miss but oh the ready to action yeah she's gonna shoot to miss so I presume that you can exercise that kind of discretion in your ready to action. Yep. Why? So shoot to me. So the arrow hits the floor and scuttles to kind of like hit into the tentacle rather than trying to pierce it. Just want to see what the reaction is. Right. Well, I think we can. Yeah. Do I I'm need to roll in? Let's see if he does that. Let's see if you hit it. For, do you want to hit the tentacle with the arrow or not? Yeah, I'd like the arrow to brush into the. Yeah, yeah. Make a roll. Make a roll. There we go. That requires an exercise of some skill. Twenty-two. Twenty-two is easily enough you kind of ricochet it into the tentacle yeah great big thing this tentacle it recoils from the impact of the arrow a little i would say that that arrow is not fired in earnest so therefore is not doing damage yeah yeah yeah. well it seemed to sort of recoil from that um you certainly don't get a sense that it saw the arrow there's nothing to see the arrow it's like again the man reaching behind the sofa it's like a little pinprick or something that causes you to suddenly kind of withdraw your hand or move it. So it recoils a little. That's the, the sense that you're getting. Anybody else? I'm shuffling, shuffling back a bit Me and too. asking the guys if I should do a wall of force. Well, the tentacles continue to explore. Uh, Another tentacle It's comes not through. a good thing, is it? It's, uh, it's not going to be friendly. Knotted and wooden, but at the same time sinuous and flexible. Now you've got... We're going to say that the second tentacle is now quite a way up the corridor. Say 20 feet. Feeling around, you get the sense that maybe it's almost reaching the extreme of where it can reach to. Sorry, where? Another tentacle, about 20 feet south of Parker, 20 feet north of the door. Right. The other two tentacles are now busily working their way through the scrap. Parker, Alessandra, Burple, Buggy, give me perception checks. Five. 15. Okay, no need for any more rolls. You both notice... The tentacle, now that you can see it a little closer up, is damp and slimy. Looks like it's got that kind of bottom of a pond, oily, gooey mud on it that's sort of slowly dripping away as it feels around. Have we come across anywhere that has likely to have such a... What about that creature we fought after the mine that was summoned? Mm. Not like... Yeah, but that was made out of the black oily substance that was in the pool of whatever it was. This is not like that. This is like somebody's 
dunked a stick into the bottom of a pond and then withdrawn it again. But what we really so think is it's come from somewhere else entirely. Yeah, that's it. Yes. We've got a lot of interdimensional stuff going on here. Mm. It doesn't look like it... Well, it doesn't look like it. It just looks like it's come out of a pond. Yeah. Uh, or a lake. Or was there any kind of a pond buggy when you lake, were on the other it could side? Be a Hesti- it could be a mm, Marcus Doombringer thing. Yes. Because there is the lake, isn't there? You went across the lake. Wasn't the lake of the cold sky? Mm. Mm. I will. Cat, I, I will. I will. Take, can I remember the cat will eventually suffocate? So, um, mm. was, was there anything to do with the monastery? Parker's monastery. The cats. I seem to remember some some cats in the monastery nudging towards some kind of. Yeah, there was. Is that right? There. Mm. Maybe it's one of the monk assassins of shape chained into a cat. That is very well remembered, Johnny. If only you could remember two weeks ago. As opposed to, or even last week. Why? No, no, nothing. So, was there a cat last week? You came through from there. What was on the other side? Oh. We didn't see any cats, I don't think. No, but what, just, what was the environment? Well, it was, um, it was like a sh- shadow world, a bit like um, the one when we went with this phase spider. Right. Was there a lake and? or anything? Uh, the, the lake was empty. Um, well, what, uh, what lake? Oh, this thing. Uh, the sea, sea of worms. Yes. Sea of worms. Yeah. Okay. I could see uh, this vortex and also that evil fountain that Paul drank from, okay. sort of from the other side. Uh, then there's just the sort of these rooms. I, but I, I hate to step in, but this yeah. is not a game of like whatever. Mm. Yeah. The lake was not empty. Oh, it was black. Uh, <laughs> oh, right. It was filled with water, though, not worms. That's right. So oh, maybe it come from there. Come out there. Yes, it sounds right. like it's come from there. Right. And you didn't see a cat? I don't think so. Mike, did nope. I see a cat? No, you didn't see a did cat. Did you see nope. anything else that might not you have should, been? Somebody, somebody give me an insight check or a, an intelligence roll or something. I mean, I don't know why. I, oh, this is difficult because everybody's trying to remember stuff or not. I think there was something about the Grey Wiseman. Okay. That's kind of reflective of my actual position. <laughs> Sessions gets 23 on insight. 23, what sessions? Uh, no, not sessions, actually. Yeah. Everybody but sessions. Alessandra gets a 20. A 20? Yeah. Well done, Alessandra. Thank God. Alessandra remembers that when you were in the shadow world... Oh, of course, yeah. ...fighting the spider, uh-huh. sessions, obviously, at that point, was not with you, which is why sessions couldn't roll then. You did see a black cat slink out of the shadows at one corner of the chamber that you were fighting the spider in and slink back into the shadows in the other corner. That's all. Right. That's all that was for... Oh. Okay, so, so this, this is shadow, shadow world. world probably holds the key. We haven't found anywhere. Oh, so there's the place south we need to explore there. Okay. The cat good or bad? Uh, well, just cat. Could always throw it in the sea of worms. Probably break the adventure. It's <laughs> probably the thing the... you're not supposed to do. <laughs> I don't know. What should I do with the cat, the, guys? Can Parker and Buggy and Alessandra give me insight checks? And then we're going to give you all a turn of activity. Parker gets a... Alessandra buggy. Yeah. Parker gets a 20. This thing, it can't sniff the air, right? But I can't think of another way of describing what it's doing. But the tentacle that is coming up the corridor towards you, you definitely get the distinct sense, Parker, that it is, as it were, onto you. You don't know that it can actually reach you, but you get the distinct sense that it is sniffing the air. Like it's got a sense of you, it's looking for something. And you, or something about you, not necessarily specifically you, Parker, is the something that it is looking for. We're holding something it's interested in. Oh, a cat. Oh, it might be specific. Right, what do you want to do now? What do you want to do now? Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's well, push on. it always comes down to, are we going to fight it? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking lightning bolt. From whom to whom? From my swords onto that tentacle. How healthy and spelled up are people? I'm low on spells. Very I'm okay low for on hit, spells. I'm okay for hit points, but yeah, I'm pretty low on spells. I think we're about half in terms of party strength overall. Yeah. So we don't have much of an option, do we? Well, I can. Well, we can course. keep retreating and retreat. We can retreat and see if it if it comes after us. We can dimension door. Mm. We can dimension door. Is it we coming can go out? Back up. Except that worms, the vortex. Are, worms seem to be out. dropping down from above. We've got the go back to Marcus scroll, don't we? We've got the southern side of the lake. Mm. Yeah. We should go next. Yeah, but... This thing's not coming out of the vortex. It's reaching out. It can't reach any further. I we could just sit, stand around and wait, see what happens next. 
how fast well, do these things, do these tentacles seem to move? Currently, yeah. they're moving, rather appropriately, they're moving tentatively. Right. <laughs> As in, again, it's my image of the man or the person feeling behind the sofa for something they've lost. They're not confident in terms of the way that they're moving around. They seem to obviously have a scent of something. They seem to be interested in something particular, or at least one of them is. I guess the question I'm asking, you implied that it's reached as far as it can reach. Are we understanding properly? Yeah, it looks like, I mean, you want a definitive answer, like, I'm safe if I stand here. Clearly, that's not something that you're going to be able to pick up, right? Mm. But, you know, you have to let the wheel of days turn for the time being. Who's the time being? No, it's, let's not get into that now, Paul. But you feel like it's running out of tentacle. Mm. Okay. I don't mind hanging back and watching if you guys want to move round. I, I think I'm going to ready to retreat if the tentacle moves further forward. Yeah, move towards that the room, the lobby. Sense. Long sleep in the lobby. He'll move in that direction. Yeah, heading as soon back as to where the stairway. Yeah. Over aft. I and just wait. Same. No. And same with sessions. Okay, so you're all readying to back off if the tentacle comes any further. Well, yeah. yes and no. It tries to come further. It can't actually move much further. It makes about another two or three feet, and then clearly it's at some sort of extremity it's feeling it's sniffing it's feeling around for something whether or not it's something that's on you or about you that's specific to you whether or not it's just generally attracted maybe it's just attracted to warm bodies in general mm -hmm. the other two tentacles they seem to be discarding stuff so they're looking through the rubbish pile and they're picking stuff up and they're clearly not happy with what they're picking up and they're sort of tossing it aside so there's a bit of chaos going on in the room to the south Maybe it's looking for a shard. Could be looking for a shard. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I think you should let the cat out. Let the cat out of the bag. Oh, oh, hey? oh. Hey? I'd like to take a long rest. Me too. Do you all want to back off and leave these tentacles to their work? Yes. They clearly can't reach any further. Yes. Should we take okay. it in turns and take a long rest? And just keep an, Where? Keep an eye on this thing. This room. Oh, this place so we're is doing as a good long as rest any. in I'm going to take a long rest. With the desiccated bodies. Yeah, I'm taking a long rest. All the non-preserved beep dobies. Right. What am I doing about the cat? Am I letting it out? Let it out of the bag. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's no there's no cat. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, right. God. Can we push the button? Push yes. the button. Me. Push the long rest mm -hmm. button. Then I will push the button as well. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> Sorry, but that's the way it works. Yeah. You hear her. High pitched, whispery bad guy voice number three. Echo <laughs> <laughs> through the chambers. Here it goes. <laughs> yes. At last. Good night. <laughs> right, we're done. Eight hours. It's about eight fifteen in the morning of Ooh, let me check my infallible calendar. Is the other tentacle still there? Yes, my question. Hold up, hold up. Weekday the tenth of fart. It's basically time for breakfast, or in um, sessions case third breakfast yeah i'm casting a death ward on myself the tentacles disappeared quite a while ago mm -hmm. 10 15 more minutes of them feeling around the one that extended towards you specifically chaps joined the other two there was a lot of rummaging around and then obviously they got bored or decided that they weren't going to find what they were looking for and they wound back in to the vortex and everything settled down again excellent please we didn't have to fight that thing Okay, okay, let's head. Let's go to the south. South, yeah, south. I need to just Eat roll. Stuff. I need to roll a okay. dice about um, my flying. Isn't same throw or a perception check? Miss my wings. Right, so you're heading round back to the lobby, back to the lake. Is that what you're doing? Well, we can go this way. You're going to stand. You can go the other way. Can you we can head south? Can we jump round towards round? the Naga chamber, but then take a left just beforehand, twenty foot beforehand. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that leads to a little side passage that leads to a spur of the lake. The lake is now effectively what we're talking about here is a body of water, like when they put all those floaty little plastic balls on the top of a swimming pool. There's lots of dead worm bodies floating on the surface of the water, rippling as the water moves, but amongst them are an increasingly large amount of live worms. Live worms are still dripping down from above, uh -huh. from the aperture above. It's not a deluge. It's tens, not thousands. But it's constant. Yes, I mean, it's very difficult. You've not been monitoring it 
if you were worrying that maybe it would start with a trickle and then turn into a flood, that has not happened. You can head south, you can turn it. As you do so, you get quite close to the... Can all of you... I, I know you don't like perception checks. I love perception Make checks. Make perception checks. As you head south towards that Naga chamber and before you turn left... 14. 14 is enough. 17. The cat is back. You can almost not make it out in the shadow, but the cat is sitting no longer in a state of agitation, looking at the vortex. As you thunder down the corridor, no, I'm sure you're incredibly nimble and quiet. Burple, you notice it. A couple of you notice it. It sort of looks over at you and then and then looks back at the vortex. It's just sitting there. I would. There you go. That's the cat. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do with the lake? Fly over it. I'll say to the cat, uh, so what are you after? It looks at you and it looks back at the vortex. It's like, do you want to go out? And its tail, <laughs> and its tail becomes erect. Right. I've got to speak with animals. Go for it. Meow. 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 Does it say anything? Is it a spell? I think it's a barbarian thing. You gain the ability yeah, to it comprehend many and verbally before. communicate with beasts for the duration. Ten minutes. Yeah, it's, you don't think it's a beast. Well, it's, an, it's a speak. Now animal. you try and use your sorcerous ways, Lord Vader, to communicate with it. Your skills tend towards communicating with the beasts of the forest and the field. This thing's not an animal. Yeah, Parker has looks like animal, animal handling. Mm-hmm. You could try that. Just calm it down. No, it doesn't. It's it calm. perfectly calm. It's just standing there, looking at the vortex with its tail in the air. What do you mean? It's, it's not celestial. Uh, have we tried speaking to it at all? I'll, yeah, Cat. I said. I said, "What is it you want?" I'll ask it again in celestial. It responds to your question. It looks at you, looks at you as it were intently, mm-hmm. and then it looks back at the vortex and stands there looking at the vortex. I think the vortex is the way to go. Ultimately, I think you know. I just think the uh, the story and the clues are a little bit, little bit too cryptic. Depends if we um, what we're we supposed cryptic. to know. Yeah. Depends on how much we pay attention. Yeah, that's probably the way we've got to go. But let's check out this south passageway first. Looks like a series of 10-foot jumps, Mike. Yeah, amazingly. Which I think you can do automatically. But but you can fly. Yeah. Buggy, we know, can jump about 200 feet. Um, But I haven't put my ring on. Um, Wouldn't mind a lift on the sweepstake. Can't you jump on... I can ferry Buggy across on the sweepstake and then Parker across. We're going to hand wave this. I don't want to use my flying, that's all. Okay, well, I can ferry right. everyone across. So, uh, readers, we're now looking at the Lake of Worms, or X Lake of Worms, or what are we going to call it? Rebuilding Lake of Worms. There's an apron of rock that runs on the southern side of the cavern that the lake is in, and then a spur of passageway heading south, and they're assembling on that little lip of rock and advancing into the passageway. Passageway leads south 25 feet, it's 10 foot wide, to a set of heavy just as we go stone double doors. Alessandra says, "Shall I just go ahead for a bit?" Yes, please. Go on, buggy. Me? I'm not pro. It's pro. It's properly job. Alessandra's pro. gonna let everybody else know just to stay quiet and stay still. She's gonna fly down with her wings to the doors, and the first thing she's gonna do is listen at the doors. She's gonna put her ears listen. Ooh, to ooh, the doors. Ooh. Do you want to hear a secret? I'll make a fart nom, noise. Nom, nom. Getting a 22. <laughs> you hear nothing as you stand at those giant double doors. If they're anything like the doors that they resemble from upstairs, somebody would have to be making an awful lot of noise on the other side. Of the Big solid doors. Huge, great, solid stone double doors. Okay, what's the locking opening mechanism going on? There is no opening mechanism. They just sit there. No handles, nothing. It's just a blank doors. And any exactly. anything on them at all? Any uh, reliefs? Any graphics? You've any? managed to push these doors open before. Parker managed to push them mm. open. There's no kind of writing no. or anything on them. Nope. They're just flat stone. Nothing. They're just exactly the same as the giant stone double doors upstairs. Okay, I'm going to push one of them open. Can everybody else make a perception check, please? Perception only. Or not. Or not. I'm you know. just finding my dice. Go. Ten. Mm-hmm. Marvelous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, 25. Oof, hello. Big numbers from... Yeah. There may have been a noise from the water behind you there, Sessions. Ooh. Ever so slight. Just a kind of ripple. Little, maybe a bubble. Okay. I think I will um, signal that to my uh, 
Yep, colleagues, and I will ascend to a reasonable height. Alessandra pushing open the doors. Well, you can push them open. It's your full action. Yep, they are that's just fine. huge, great, heavy stone blocks. They grind open and reveal a chamber. The chamber is 25 foot by 30 feet. It's oddly opulent, but somehow weirdly alien. There's fine furniture, but it's placed at weird... It's something unsettling about the... It's like kind of got negative... What's that thing from the 80s? Feng Shui. Feng Shui. Yeah, it's sort of negatively arranged in the sense that it makes you actively uncomfortable and unrelaxed. It's not random. It's like our flat in Paris Fort Road. Yes. Exactly like Except, it. like I said, opulent <laughs> and furnished oh, yeah. in fine... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah, all right. The carpets have got weird, disconcerting imagery, like weird patterns that make you feel... I don't know, disoriented and uncomfortable. Tapestries are on the walls. It's the same. They also... I mean, tapestries are always traps. I think we've established that. The tapestries are... They're not depictive. They cover the wall to your left and your right. That is the walls to the east and the west. And they are weird out of... Like, the geometry of the patterns is all wrong and makes you feel a bit flippy and a bit weird like Bridget Riley, like lines and geometric shapes that sort of draw you in and make you feel unsettled. The far side of the room, the southern wall, bears four pictures, four pieces of art, left to right. The first three pictures show the city of Kulathmar that you have seen in your visions from before, as in, in its pre-ruined state, when it was whole, intact and uh, thriving. Three views of the city from three different angles, with the ziggurat and the spire clearly visible in the centre, as it were, the focal point of each picture. Mm-hmm. The fourth picture is a picture of you. I mean, the five of you. Really? Standing oh. in a row. Spooky. It's a little crude. It feels like it's not of this age. It feels like... some. Give me um, an intelligence check, Alessandra. 19. You're no art critic thanks yeah that's just a that's a compliment point i had to make about paul something to do with the game (laughs) you're no art critic (laughs) the style you think it's not contemporary you think that it was painted a long time ago time travel in fact the paintings are contemporaneous with each other oh my god at a guess you could tell it's recognizably you but it's not drawn or painted from life or if it is, it's so stylized that you'd have to be you to know that it was you. That's a better way of putting it. Okay. Anyway, that's what you got. Four pictures. And um, that's what we need. Well, three of them. It all seems very alien. It all seems very weird. The pictures don't seem to be part of the rest of the room's decor. The rest of the room's decor seems to be the product of some strange alien mind. The pictures seem to be hung there against that backdrop. Why did he say he wanted the pictures? To let us go. Yes. Well, is there any um, reason that he wanted Oh, the Beholder? Yeah. Yeah. To break the curse. Yes, it was paraphrasing. The Beholder intimated that the ownership of the pictures would reinforce the Beholder's ability to control the city. Should we get a spellcaster up here just to do a detect magic? Well, I'm going to, first of all, do see invisibility. So Alessandra's is kind of indicating to the rest of the party to kind of make their way up. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Detect Magic, and then I will move up. The only magical things in the chamber are the pictures. All right. And only the first three pictures are magical. Yeah. The weird picture of you is not magical in and of itself. Okay. The other three pictures bear an enchantment aura of sort of tolerable strength okay give me an arcana check <laughs> uh, seven I'll, give a I'll have a go seven okay there we are <laughs> and there's nothing invisible or ethereal in the chamber okay I will report back oh to the rest of the team mm-hmm. team hi gather round so we need so, pictures okay if we Should take I go the in pictures the south portal? Alessandra you need to check the floor for traps yeah. And the pictures for traps. Alessandra's going to start 
Investigation checks. Investigation. Fingertip checking the... Yeah. Give me a couple of investigation checks. Let me just... No rush. Yeah, I mean, whenever. You know, I mean, I told you you've been drinking. I have not been drinking. Some kind of Christmas do. No, no, no not a Christmas do. No. Some kind of... January. Christmas. Yeah. 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 No. No. It's, yeah. it's um, the dry January. He's been, no. uh, he's been wassailing. No, he's been it's, wassailing. It's the 12th of it's December. It's some epiphany it's thing. It's the 12th of December. I told you it was off his yeah. face. <laughs> it's the 12th of December. That was a month ago, Paul. <laughs> right, so that's 12. They pickled all that time. Mm, Actually, yeah, that's not 12. 12. That's, a si- that's a 16. See what I mean? Uh, right. Okay, I mean, it's basically the whole thing's falling apart, isn't it, Paul? Well, everything seems to be as it appears to be. I'll keep... Oh, no, I mean, are no you check? lifting a tapestry? Or natural 20. So that makes Wow, it you can feel a super 26. Confident. You'd find absolutely nothing. Right, so going to go up to but, pictures. Uh, How big are these pictures? Caveat is... I am assuming that you have not touched. This it. is not a euphemism. Lifted the carpet, no. Moved the furniture, or lifted a tapestry. No, not yet. I am going to go up to the pictures, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do a bit more of a. They're like landscape, and they're about a couple of feet by a foot, so they're not huge. No, but I'm trying to check how they're attached to the wall. They're hanging. They're the framed pictures. They're just hanging from. I don't know. Hanging from picture wires. Picture hooks. All right. Yeah. I'm going to check to see if there is any trappage for exactly if I... I assume you lift the picture off the wall and the hook clicks back and the tapestries drop and... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 16. Well, you know, doesn't look like it, no. They look just like they're completely normal. I turn around to the others and kind of say, I suggest you get out of um, straight line. So get around the corner just in case something shoots Uh, down the corridor while I lift this off. Yeah. Okay, I'll back up around the corner. Back, back up around the corner. Back yep, up around the purple corner. Purple as well. Parker. Uh, Purple's going to stay with us. All right, I'm going to lift the first one off. Nothing happens. Parker will keep an eye on what's going on. I'll pass it over to Purple. Okay. Okay. I'll lift. I'm saying it's landscape, 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 you yeah. lot. Yeah. Right. I'm, so I'm going to do landscape, landscape, landscape. I'm just going to lift them off one after yeah, the other. Nothing happens when you lift and recover any of those pictures. Okay. And then I would leave the one of us there. I don't think we need it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll... Should we go up and complete this part? Or Is that it? Is that we've yeah. done this complex? Seems missing Maybe. something. Well, what we're missing is going down the vortex. But I suspect there'll be other opportunities to do so if we want to. We didn't kill the six-arm thing, did we? No. No. Uh, Six-arm thing was interested in where the prophecies were, but uh, we haven't recapped on the prophecies. I don't think we'll ever. We haven't talked about prophecies. We talked about visions. Yeah. I think we save our prophecy chat prophetic for another night. We're going into the vortex. You've got your landscapes. Let's go out. Okay. So we've got no. Well, hang on, hang on. We've got two avenues that we can explore. The first is where the Kios Knights are, so we can go and fully explore that area. I suspect there's nothing in that place. We did sort of look at it, look it over. The other is through the vortex. Into the shadow realm. Yeah. Sorry. Don't, ask a silly question. Do, yeah. Go on. What are we doing here? Well, that's we're, we're collecting the three. The, the, the mission really was to collect the three pictures. Well, the they're just mission, to get us out. Let us get out. Yeah. But what but the was other the main reason. The main reason, the Marcus Doombringer reason, was there was somebody who'd come this way many, many years ago, and we were out to look to try and find them, wasn't it? Rabadabadas. Yeah. Rabadabadas. Yeah. Of we the robber dobber dob. Find some yeah, information. Yeah, you we, know him. No. <laughs> Didn't we just. We had to find out what was going on at Kulith Mar and then report back. Was that it? Was that it? Markush had told you that Rabadabadas. Of the robber dobber dob. Had become obsessed with yeah. Kulith Mar. You know him? No. No. Oh. Had become obsessed with Kulith Mar and believed that there were many more secrets about the story of Kias to be unearthed by exploring it. And we have. And then yeah. zapped off somewhere else. So we have Rather got the secrets of Coop. We have got the secrets. We've, got we've had visions. So we've got things to report back, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think so it's about that was whether it. or not... Two options, really, then. Continue to explore or go back and consult. I think go back and consult because we might go up a level and there's always an option that we will be able to come back to go back down the vortex if we want to. And if not, I reckon 
the vortex will appear again. Our opportunity to get to the Shadow Realm won't. This won't be the only time. Agreed. If it's important, Agreed. should we be trying to find the six arm guy and trying to kill him? No, I don't. Well, I don't yeah, think we will be. Able I think to kill him. the only he's likely to be in the Shadow Realm, isn't it? He's a dimen- interdimensional being. Mm. That, I that's what I'm suggesting we might want to go. I over. don't think. Yeah, I don't think we will. We'll be able to kill him. And also, let's go up a level first. If we do, we may not be able to go up a level. We might, in which case, we'll just come back down again. Okay, so Paul wants to go back. Yep. Johnny? I don't mind having a quick sneaky peek in the Shadow Realm, although when I was there, there was nothing. I'm not going to go down there. Not yet. But now there's a creature in the lake, isn't there? In the Shadow Mm -hmm. Realm. There might be something in the Shadow Realm that we need in the lake. And we can come back and get it. We can go and do it then. There's no... no, I don't think any harm in Um, going out and coming back. Yeah, I mean, I, I would figure out what this picture thing is all about. It might give us some insight. Well, that's the other question. Do we give the pictures to the beholder? Yeah. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah, why? Because then it will let us out. Well, we but could just dimension door back to... We could just... Yeah. But it's it's rather... It's kind of like going... It's it's By doing it, it might give us more story, which, which will reveal more stuff. By not doing it, it that won't happen. Yeah, but it might it? be that bad. We could chance. do the rabadabadas thing. Well, I'll just do Oh, the rubber dubber dub. Do you know it? Yep. We could leave the pictures mm, here. No, not really. <laughs> and come back. Go back, see Marcus without the pictures, or even take the pictures with us. I would take, well, now that we've got them over, take Stick the them in a bag of holding. Yeah. Along with that uh, diary of uh, your mum's. I'll put it in the bag yeah. of holding, just to look after it. No, it's all right. It's okay, I've got plenty of room. It's fine. All right, well, in which case, let's just go back to Marcus. It's quite interesting. I was reading it last night. Um, right. <laughs> 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 you better not have been <laughs> eight hours in the bank there nice right <laughs> um, right and uh, <laughs> what's that you're reading purple <laughs> nothing it's just my mum's diary the eight hour rest of course should have realised <laughs> mm. so should right. we teleport back yep you've got the scroll of yes teleportation well it's that is how it was described to you. Mm. Marcus explained it would whisk you back to the teleportation oh. circle in his underwater base of operations. Do you want to use it? Do you want to use it here? What do you want to do? Yes. Three. Okay. We've got the jars I mean, with the different worms in, haven't we? holds well. it. Somebody has to... Yeah, I, can't, I don't want to be it. like... Isn't a, it my thing? Somebody needs to say, I am opening the scroll, I am reading the scroll, I am casting well, Graham's got the, the scroll, scroll, so... And then I will tell you uh, I'm going to put the decision on. onto him. Mm-hmm. I used it last night while you were reading your book. <laughs> 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 he's been, he's come back. I've been the back. He's got a suntan and new trousers. <laughs> and, and a magical clash of teeth in the playlist. I wonder whether or not Sessions was going to start running out of uh, Sessions turns up in a Hawaiian shirt in the morning. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, freshly shaved. <laughs> oh Smelling of rose. Uh, anyway, sorry, where we, what are we doing? What, what are you going to do? Let's not find a weird tangent there. Uh, yeah, that was odd. <laughs> any moment now. Yeah, well, it's, it's go- up to Graham, Sessions really. Is re- any, any, moment moment, any moment now. <laughs> Sessions is going to read the scroll. Okay, so we let's. Uh, is that what we're doing? Yes. I produce the scroll. I yeah. read mm-hmm. the scroll, mm-hmm. I suppose. That's it. You're going to... Take out the scroll. You're yep. casting the spell. Yeah, I will yeah. cast the spell. Take us home. You wave your hand in the air. You start to release the magical energy from the scroll. And we will find out. Oh, Whether or not really? the scroll whisks no. away. Oh, really? Ziggurat of Chios. And back to the wise council of Marcus. Yeah. Or whether or not you're lost in the time streams. Banished <laughs> uh, to a far Don't cross plane. The streams. Or just go nowhere, or whatever. Anyway, we'll find that out when we pick things up next week. Next week, Monday the 19th of December. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. On the format. (laughs) 
Hilltop Podcast is a billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirens game. All other original material is copyright billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening.